Listening Dog Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Hello and welcome back to Seaman Says with me, David Seaman. And today I'm joined by a fellow England number one who was our man between the sticks at the 2010 World Cup. Welcome, David James. Jamo, welcome to Seaman Says. How's um, how's the World Cup been so far for you? Well, thanks for having me on, Dave. Um, to be fair, I haven't seen every game live because I've had commitments and travel and all that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, the obviously the highlight has been... England 6-2 win against Iran because uh, yeah. like you Dave I'm an England fan so uh, <laughs> who cares about anyone else when England's winning no exactly and it's like you know we've both been there like under that crossbar as I say we've both experienced the World Cup for England and now it's like it's so so nice to watch it as a fan isn't it well yeah you, 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 mm. You know, <laughs> yeah, but you've been there and done it, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I, I don't know if you feel the same way. I because people often ask the question, "Oh, do you miss it?" And I always say that the yeah. the playing bit is easy, and we can still play now. I'm not saying we'd play particularly well, but we can. You can go and stand between <laughs> the sticks. You've got good good ten players in front of you. You've got nothing to do. Um, but I miss all the other stuff, you know, like the training. 
Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, what, being a fan at the games, and as we were there at the Euros, weren't we, in the final, um, semi-final, final, watching the yeah. team, you know, it's great to be a fan. And uh, I think, especially Gareth, who was a teammate of yours, teammate of mine, um, when his when his team go out, win a game, and there's an extra bit of bonus in there. So, yeah, fantastic. So we need to get you both to dissect Jordan Pickford's performance, don't we? Sidney's got you both on. Um, what did you think about about his role <laughs> in that opening match? I mean, he, he did let two goals in, but he didn't have that much to do. Well, I think it, it was 20 minutes before I knew what colour kit he was wearing. Um, <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I literally said to someone I was standing and said what colour is he wearing and then uh, the ball went down to England and yeah I mean I, th- I feel for Jordan I, I actually feel for Jordan because um, the first goal uh, as the guy strikes it the ball bobbles up so he, he kind of gets underneath it more than he would have planned and, and Dave you know this if we're sort of breaking down the technicalities of it you can read the body language when someone's about to hit a shot and you kind of know where it's going to go um, Jordan would not have known that was going to go straight over his head type thing so um, I felt for yeah. him on that and the penalty given that England should have had a penalty early on in the first half um, to give away one the way that it was given and it was correct I think the the, the penalty was correct but it should have been correct in the, the beginning of the game as well so yeah. for him to concede a penalty in the last literally the last kick of the game just a bit of frustration but and I don't know if you're like this as well Dave once you've conceded one, then, you know, two's not so bad, providing you win. You <laughs> keep a clean sheet. Yeah. So, so like all, all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. Once that clean sheet's gone, you're like, right, that's, <laughs> that's it. it. Well, <laughs> just make sure we win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then he yeah. made a brilliant save, didn't he, straight after that, you know. So, you know, it, it, it was almost, it was similar to the first goal, you know, where he yes. makes the save yes. above his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was you know, so, uh, that was top draw know, save. Was, yeah, I mean, again, I think if uh, Lindsay, if I'm if I was breaking down the performance, what he had to do, um, and what he had control over, what he did, I think he did everything uh, spot on. The penalty, you know, last kick of the game, we've already won the match. Uh, you know, you can let that one go. But yeah, other than that, the save, yeah, the, the save was fantastic. It took a replay to actually notice that he'd saved it. It was that good. Yeah, the hardest thing for him is the fact that with England, he doesn't have a lot to do. And with Everton, he had he, he's been having a lot to do, which which he has. You know, they're they're not they're not playing well, so he's getting a lot to do in the games, and that's that's what I found was that the hardest thing about the goalkeeping side of it is trying to keep your con- concentration while you're not having a great deal to do. How did how did you manage that, Jamo? Yes, it's a really good point. Um, because some games you'd literally just I don't know field a few balls and then come off the field. It was kind of like have I have I really earned that cap? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the most difficult thing is when you want to do something, and I think that's probably what you're saying as well, Dave. When you when you have loads to do, I mean, there's one thing making loads of saves, but there's another thing when you're involved in trying to set things up. You know, the ball's coming back to you, playing playing a lot of uh, balls out again, and you want that ball that you play to be the crucial ball. Uh, I, I think at times, do you know? It's funny enough, it's all interlinked. I was thinking of the Iranian goalkeeper's throw. Um, and when oh, yeah. we played, going back to the Euros against France, um, and there was a time where I caught across and I threw threw a massive throw to Ashley Ashley Cole, and he actually got through and almost scored. And it was that exactly what you're talking about there. It's that kind of I want to do the throw <laughs> that sets a goal up or the kick that sets a goal up, rather than the manager wanting you just to pass it to a centre half who's going to go through the lines and, you know, 30, 30, 20 minutes later, they're going to have a chance to have a shot. So uh, I think that's the bit that Jordan, 
I think, has calmed down. If you think when he first started playing for England, oh, um, yeah. he was looking for that wonder ball. Yeah, and now he's, yeah. he's kind of, uh, as you say, experienced, goes into the role. He, le- he lets the other 10 sort of win the game. Having said that, don't be surprised if he puts one straight over the top for Marcus Rashford at some point. So... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know what you mean about with him. Like early on, he was like trying to hit the ball as hard as possible, like every single time, weren't he? You know, like mm. and trying to hit that that glory ball every time. And um, yeah, it's it's good to see that he's he's calmed down a little bit. Let's say <laughs> I don't know about fully, but he's yeah. calmed down a little bit. <laughs> Again, slightly um, paradoxical, isn't it? That you you have to play well for your club to get into England. Once you're in England, you have to play well for England and hope that you're playing well for your club. But if you're not playing well for your club, and, you're, and I'm not saying Jordan was playing badly for Everton, um, but as you say, when they're conceding goals, losing games, everyone's like, should he be the England goalkeeper? And it's like, well, yeah, because he's been excellent for England. And that weird scenario where you, you play yourself in, but and if you could keep playing well, then you'd kind of stay in type thing. So, yeah, I think Jordan... Yeah. I think John's been excellent, and uh, you're right. You know, you look at even this 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 season. He's he's made a couple of mistakes already. You know that have cost goals. You know, so I can understand why people question his form. But for England, every time he pulls that England shirt on, he I don't know. It's like he's he's got a different mentality because he's been brilliant for England. You know, over the, over the last few years, obviously the 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 World Cup in the semi final getting into the Euro final, saving two penalties in a shootout and end up on the losing team. Yeah. You know, how gutting is that for him? Absolutely. You know, so what's your thoughts on the fact that Maguire came back as well? I'm buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. Because yeah. like, like Jordan, I think he's been getting so much criticism um, and it's misplaced criticism as well. And it's kind of one of these <laughs> weird things. Goal, England goalies are going to get stick just for being English goalies. Um, I think when it comes to the outfield players, depending on the team you play for, and obviously Manchester United going through a lot of turbulence on and off the field over the last few years, Harry Maguire is the easy one to pick. You know, and all of a sudden everyone's saying how bad he is. I'm thinking he's not as bad as people are saying, and all of a sudden it's kind of like everyone's against him. Um, I have to say, and I'd give props to uh, to Ten Hag here. Ten Hag's kept him in the side. Even though uh, I think he played one full game uh, a few weeks ago, but he's always been bringing him on, or pretty much every game he's been bringing him on with a few minutes to go. And even though it's not a massive amount of minutes, it's an opportunity for Harry to get game time. And going into a World Cup, it's not like he hasn't played for two months. So I think Ten Hag, in in some kind of managerial wisdom, has helped England in a, in a sense by uh, by giving Harry those game minutes. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad he was in. I don't know what his situation is with regards to injury going into the USA game. Um, hopefully he'll be fine. And I just think with Harry, with the usual suspects, England put themselves in a great position to be challenging for the for the World Cup. Let's speak about that USA game because Matt Turner is Arsenal number two. So you hopefully know a yes. little bit more about him. But I, I wondered, first of all, from your point of view, Jamo, what, just what your impressions were about him in goal. I thought it was an interesting <laughs> acquisition. Um, as I as I always do, as soon as, a, as soon as a Premier League team signs a goalkeeper, I will I'll go on my uh, on one of my uh, sites and I'll download all the goals they've let in in the last well, generally in the last sort of three or four years. Try and work out what it is that the club have bought. Um, 
look at other things saved as well and just try and try and get this thing and Matt Turner was he how can I put it uh, I died. <laughs> he looks at times like the most amazing goalie and then I look at some of the goals he concedes and I think how has that gone in um, and that's over a period of time not just over over a couple of games so uh, for for USA number one to be going as a number two in Arsenal with England's next best thing it seemed like a strange move. Um, having said that, he, he can be capable. Uh, David told me because <laughs> he looks about six, he, he looks about six foot nine, um, but he's not. He's probably about six two, six one, and I was it really shocked me when I first saw pictures of him and looked at him on TV and things. I thought, yeah, he looks you know he looks a really big, tall goalkeeper. But um, yeah, but he's he's got massive feet. <laughs> Don't know whether that means anything <laughs> in goalkeeping. <laughs> Isn't it better to have well, big yeah, hands? Yeah, but like watching him. Oh uh, no, yeah, it, uh, it would help. Big socks. But, <laughs> but you know, like watching him against um, against Wales, you know, he didn't have a, a great deal to do. He came out for a couple of crosses that he missed. So you know, maybe it's something that's um, that's something that we need to have a look at with England. But um, I'm, if I'm honest, I've not really seen him train at all um, because sometimes when I go in, I'm with the under-23s. I've just met him and said, hello, that was it, you know. So, yeah, for, I can't really judge him. I've not, yeah, like I said, I've, I've only seen him in, in playing, so I've not seen him in training. So it's... Uh, it's a tough one for me to answer. He didn't look very convincing, though, with the crosses. You're right, against Wales. Yeah. Yeah, Lindsay, I mean, I think it's an, it's an interesting one because... I've got to say it's right. To be in a World Cup to start with, he's got to be a, a decent goalkeeper. To be Arsenal's number two, he has to be decent. So I don't think there's a question about that. Is he a challenger for Aaron Ramsdale? No, I don't think. Um, is Aaron Ramsdale a challenger for Jordan Pickford? At the moment, I would say no. So if you're looking at this game for England, you're not playing up against someone as good as Aaron Ramsdale who's not as good as Jordan Pickford. And I'm not trying to put a... Um, some kind of spoof on us and he has the worldy best worldy game ever I just think that I think that there's there's room for improvement um, I'm trying to be euphemistic here as well um, and I think that Gareth will identify as you say where are you putting Pope in that pecking order do you know what if, if it's funny talk about big feet um, I think Nick Pope <laughs> I, I don't think yeah I don't think Nick Pope, uh, again, another one who gets a lot of criticism where pundits easily say he's not very good with ball at feet. I think he, he can do the job. Um, I think he's, right. and Dave, going, going on about the technical aspects, I think technically he needs to kick a ball differently because a lot of the way yeah. that he kicks relies on a long leg kick rather than a from the knee kick. And if he was to work that out, then all of a sudden you've got a guy who can just ping a little ball um, without much effort rather than having to wind up. And I think in the last two England uh, games in the uh, in the Nations League, that was exposed where his his basically his build-up and kick limits what he yeah. does. I think if you pass the ball to him, Is he can always find another player. it takes too long? Uh, in my eyes, I think it's just a mechanical thing. There's another goalkeeper like that, Wayne Hennessy for Wales. Um, another one. It's almost like it's the, the kicks from the hip rather than from the knee at times. You look at Jordan and Aaron, they can... Well, they can just ping one off their knee. Do, do, you, do you get what I mean, didn't you, Dave? I know what you mean. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, ball's close and they just sort of literally bend the knee and kick it rather than having to wind the whole hip up with the whole leg uh, to get the, um, to get the are, trajectory. Are you so, talking about in certain scenarios at that point, though? Because obviously you take a goal kick, you can take as much sort of time as you want, but are you talking about in play, it comes back to you, you've got those forwards yeah, yeah. pressing you, you want to be able to just to shoot it off 
I'm using Jordan and uh, Aaron as examples. Probably the best example is Edison. It's almost yeah, like the ball totally stood next to him, and he would. It's just like a little flick, and the and yes, the ball goes sixty meters. But he's, he's the, he, I don't think Nick, I don't think Nick has either got the confidence or 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 actually practices that little flick. Uh, Hennessy's the same, and, I, and I, the, the little things that make it. If you're a striker thinking that guy's going to wind up for a kick, then I'm going to keep running. If you think that he's just yeah. going to flick it, it away from that, me, then it gives you him that little bit of watch. extra time. Yeah, yeah, just gives him that little bit of extra yeah. time, doesn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. super fascinating, actually. I hadn't even noticed that. Yeah. Well, I, I think if, if Nick perfects that, which I think he should be able to, um, then all of a sudden you've got a goalkeeper who can catch crosses, save shots, and f- and flick 30-yard passes. Well, then he puts both <laughs> Aaron Ramsdale and Jordan Pickford under pressure for that England on one spot. So I think it's as simple as that. Good point, mate. And I want yeah, a really bonus if he, uh, if he does it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen an improvement over the next six months? It's uh, <laughs> down to you. <laughs> Jamie, I wanted to ask you about your, your World Cup experience. You know, how, how did you feel? Because it came on like late in your, in your career, didn't it? You know, to, actually, you know, to get to, Just a little to bit. play in 2010. <laughs> You know, but how how did you feel? Because I want to I want to listen to you first, because then I'll tell you how I felt in '98. Well, um, if I think we have to go back, I mean, I'm obviously I missed out in '98, <laughs> 2002. I, actually, Dave, right now, now we now because this is a, a good open conversation. Maybe you can um, explain something as well. So, 2002, the game against Brazil. Yeah. Um, you got for a cross in the first half or a, an aerial ball. Yeah. And then you, as you caught it, you went down and you literally did a handstand on the ball. You arch your back <laughs> over and you're injured. Um, yeah. oh, David, I Clem, know that it was a Clem's on the bench. It was a proper full-on, <laughs> a proper full-on handstand. <laughs> on the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the ball, yeah. <laughs> Skills. <laughs> Skills, yeah. It, it, wasn't the, uh, it wasn't the most no. glamorous dismount. It, has to be. <laughs> it wasn't stylish, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, so Ray Clemens looks down the bench because it was literally one long bench and he stares me straight in the eyes and he goes, Nigel, get warmed up. No and way. Just, <gasps> no way. Yeah. It, it, it crushed me. Because <laughs> while, you're, while you're preparing for games, I'm, I'm training my nuts off, literally thinking yeah. that I am the best goalkeeper in the world. You don't look like a Nigel, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, not, not much of a Nigel. <laughs> no. uh, Clem didn't even look that hard, man. He looked me straight in oh. the eyes. Um, oh, anyway, God. so that was, my, that was my closest moment to playing, I think. Strangely, and again, this is, this is something that gets lost in the... How can I say in the obs- observing the World Cup? I mean, we watch so many games, blah blah blah. We follow your team. In 2006, we had a situation where I think Robbo got booked in the quarterfinals or the last group, whatever it was, the first knockout round of 16. Right, he got booked, and um, I said to to Steve McLaren, I said, "Look, I haven't played any games. Da da da. Um, you know, Robbo's got booked. If if he gets booked in the game against Portugal, then, you know, I might have to play in the semi-final. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, look, we haven't done any set plays. No, no set, the, the subs hadn't done any set plays. It was always the first team. 
So um, as it happened, it didn't get booked in, but there was almost a chance there that I could have <laughs> sat on a bench thinking, oh, he's taking a bit of time over that. Hmm. Anyway, um, that didn't happen. So, <laughs> so 2010, just to try and speed it up, I, I literally didn't know. I think Rob Green might have known, but myself and Joe Hart didn't know who was going to start against USA. Right. Um, to the point that... Um, Fabio had, he used to do the flip chart and, and that, before he got on the bus, he'd do the flip chart with the team on it. It was like deal or no deal. And that's the first you sat knew. there going, am I playing? Or, yeah. Wow. Um, the, the worst, the, the, Dave, the worst thing about it was I didn't expect, right, if it wasn't me, I thought it was going to be Joe. All right. Because Joe was seemingly in top form. So it was one of these things anyway. So Rob, go, Rob obviously starts. I'm sat, sat next to Joe on the bench when, was it Dempsey scores? Oh, gosh, don't. Yeah. I was and, in America uh, watching that, surrounded by Americans. Oh. <laughs> After I'd given it the big, oh, oh, don't talk to us about football. Don't talk to us about football. We're England. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that learnt, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I said to Joe, Joe, whatever you do right now, the cameras are on us. Do not laugh. And I wasn't, it wasn't like we were going <laughs> to, yeah. I mean, oh. to be fair, it was, it, Rob made some big saves in the second half to keep it at one all, if you like. Um, and even after then, it was kind of like, you know, what, what do you, what do you do? How do I get in now? Do I not? Does Joe get in? Didn't know who, who, who number two was oh. even. Um, yeah. And kind of, Clem kind of, gave me a clue that I was going to play against Algeria. So in answer to your question, Dave, I was 39 years old, um, kind of written the World Cup off after 2006 and been given an opportunity by uh, Capello, first of all, to get back in England squad and then obviously uh, into the into the World Cup squad. So uh, playing that game, yeah. And, it, and again, it's one of these weird, <laughs> I'm talking about Jordan, when he's 6-2, we drew nil-nil. And there's a bit where you go clean sheet, but I didn't have. I can't remember making any saves or anything of no. But you kind of keep the clean sheet, but don't win the game. And it's kind of like I, I'm, I've got a lot of ambivalence towards this. Um, I'd rather have won three, one, three, two, five, four. Do you know what I mean? And then you know, is there a part, second, of, part of you also that goes well? Did my job. No goals in, so you know. No, no, no. It, it, do you know what? It's, it, Adam, it's, a, it's so weird because you you go to the World Cup to win it. Mm. not just appear in it. And I, sure. I, I, I'm sure there's many, many players and many nations that are just happy to be there, but we are England and we were there to win it. So drawing against USA, dropped two points. Drawing against Algeria, we dropped two points. So we haven't started well. Um, and I'm involved in one way or another in both of them. So it's kind of like I'm part of the reason that we haven't won. I'm talking about that, you know, that the long throw or the big kick. Well, that needed to happen against Algeria and then everything would have been perfect. Yeah. But... You sort of walk off and it's like, okay, clean sheet, yeah, great, no, drop points, oh no. Um, and then we go into the next game, again, Two, I think a 2-0 win would have put us top of the group. Uh, instead, it was 1-0. And I, 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 I don't know if you're like this, Dave. I, I had a kick for Wayne Rooney and I kicked it too hard and he ran through yeah. and nearly got a one-on-one -on -one with a goalie. And it's that one where you think, why didn't I throw it? Why didn't I just... 
do it a little bit less. And Wazza could have scored, no, that, he could have you, finished The way the that group. you're thinking now, JMO, is exactly what I say to the goalkeepers now. Whatever happens, you always think to yourself, how could I have done that better? And that's what you do. Mm. You do that like just naturally. And that's why you were where you were. You know, you it's it's something in goalkeepers that they always want to, sometimes some goalkeepers are happy with what they do. But I always say to goalies, what else could you have done that would have made it better? And you do that naturally, mate. Who says? I love the fact that you're doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, but Dave, Dave, I I don't know if I need to be thinking about it 12 years later when I'm cutting the grass. <laughs> 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 yeah, but how good is your grass? You might need some therapy there. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's a helpline somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Are, are you desperate in the knockout stages for, for penalties at some point so that the goalkeeper has his moment? I used to love penalties. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I can say I who you're asking this. Yeah, <laughs> because it was a chance of glory, weren't it, for us? And it's and it's a chance of even if you let one in and, it, and you let it under your body or something, nobody blames you. No, they don't, you they can don't only even, take like, the question. You never see a goalkeeper get blamed for for letting a penalty in, but even when he should have saved it. You know, it's still like wiped off, and it's so it's a, it's a chance of glory. And you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, you must be so nervous," and I'm like, "No, I used to love going into penalties." Mm. <laughs> no. No, there's the answer <laughs> no I, I i i don't know i don't think you want it i think there's there's that there's that bit of nerves and, and i think my experience with portugal again um in 2004 there was a mad moment in that where i think sol campbell had a goal disallowed and they ran down and had they scored from their sort of counter-attack then we would have been out and then when when the final whistle goes, you're glad that it's gone to penalties. But I I had a, like you, Dave. I'm sure you get this little moment where you collect yourself or do something to put you in the right uh, frame of mind, in, in the right mindset. Yeah. Um, and Gary Neville followed me round, shouting in my ear, "You could do it! You could do it! You're the best!" Da, 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 da. And it was just really, <laughs> really unsettling. I can imagine him doing that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, Gary, I mean, he was doing what what came natural natural to him. It wasn't about him doing something wrong. It was just it didn't work for me. Then you, you go into the penalties, and all of a sudden it's like, and it was, it was a funny moment as well because um, you know today how they, they basically they, they, you can have your iPad next to the net. <laughs> your water bottle, your water bottle. You, I'm sure that <laughs> yeah, you've got all the information you want. I, I mean, I could. I could download myself right now every penalty um, that any goalkeepers face in the World Cup and give that information to whoever you need to, whatever. Um, yeah. Back then, we didn't have any info at all. We, we played France, and apparently yeah. no one knew where Zidane put his penalties because he hadn't taken one for two years. It was all these mad things. Anyway, the first one, I've gone to the guys before I've walked down. I've gone, do you know where he's going to go? And they went, yeah, he'll probably go right because Gary, Gary Neville knew everybody. <laughs> So I'm on the line and I'm going, is it, 
Is it left or is it this way? <laughs> Who's right? I suppose the irony was I dive, I dive the right way and he put it over the bar. So in a way, even though I didn't save the penalty, I put him off. And then I think, I can't remember who said the next one, it might have been Ronaldo. And I was trying the same thing. And then every other one went in, including a, a Panenka. And then oh, that's, you know, yeah. when you're in that position, you're just like, oh, come on. Darius yeah. misses, the goalie shoot. Um, Ricardo scores without his gloves on. And the, you know, the worst <laughs> feeling, I went back into the changing room. I picked my phone up. Robbie Fowler text message. Unlucky Schultz. <laughs> 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 That's harsh. <laughs> yeah. No. I kind of got over it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Here's one for, for both of you, actually. Have you ever, in a penalty shootout, just thought to yourself, you know what? I'm going to go to my right. Every penalty, I'm going to go to my right. Someone's going to hit it that way. I might get one. Or do you take every penalty individually and go, try and read the player, which way is he going to go? Or do you just think, if I go that way all the time, someone's going to hit it that way and I might have a chance of saving do, it. Do you know, do you know one, there's only one goalie that I've ever known did that and it was and it was Schmeichel and he'd done it in a charity shield against Arsenal. And I didn't realise, didn't he? And, and after the game, he, he said, did you see what I did? I was like, no, he went, I went to my left every single time or he went whatever way he went. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I didn't realise that. But no, I, I would never do that. I would always I would always go on their run up. You know, I would look at their okay. run up and then as soon as they put their head down to look at the ball, I would try and I would always guess one way. Always guess one way. I, I did it in Norway in a pre season once for Liverpool. Did you? And they did went the other any? way every no no no. No, no, <laughs> they went the other way every time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know whether either of you have been watching I'm a Celebrity, but law of averages doesn't work. They did that tombola thing recently, and the person that had the least balls in won that amazing surf and turf on the beach. So I just don't think you can go with law of averages. <laughs> no, no. It's I called the to, um, the hot yeah. hand. It's called the hot hand fallacy. Yeah, the hot, hot hand, hand fallacy is it's a it's a it's a bas- it's a basketball term where someone scores two shots and the presumption is that the third one will go in because he's good and there's no statistical um, evidence to support it and it's the same with penalties I mean essentially you can go three ways middle, left or right there's no guarantee that they're going to change their mind maybe I was diving that early that they realised that oh he's going to go that way all the time I don't know he's going to his left all the time (laughs) Jamie how would you face someone now that comes in and looks at you all the time you know, like some of the guys don't even look down at the ball, do they? And and they take the penalty. You know, like I'm looking at people like Jorginho and Hazard used to do it. There's somebody else that does it as well. Or Ivan Tony. What would you do on one of those yeah. penalties? Do you know what? When people say, do, do you miss the game? That's the one, another thing that I would love to be able to do now. I, you know, in my physical prime, um, simply because video analysis is the key to all this. Um, everyone's going to have a tick. They're going, to have a, they're going to have a little signal. Um, and it, it's easy to say, you know, oh, they look at you and wait for you to go. But there's something in their mechanics that will give them away. And you can almost like do a bit of uh, kid uh, bluffing. I think I saw something uh, summer 
Um, yes. The recently yeah, yeah. penalty shootout kind of yeah goes one way, then shifts the feet and goes the other way. Whatever it is, I would love to play against one of those guys because I think I I'm saying that I'll probably go in and dive left and they go right, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of yeah I I would love it. I mean that I, I think today and this thing, Dave, and going sorry, Adam, going back to the uh, Lindsay, going back to the original thing about the penalty shootout. You know as well as I do that there's times, Dave, the guy the guy picks the ball up and you go, I know where you're going. Yeah. They haven't even put the ball down. They, they you pick it up and you go, I know where this is going. They put it down, they hit it, and it's kind of like you you just wasted everyone's time there. And there's other times <laughs> where you go, I've got you, I've got you, I've got you, and you completely get it wrong. That's all done in the moment. I think with as I say with video technology, you're kind of waiting for where the cue is, whether it's the start of the lineup, where it's that little skip, whether it's literally the foot placement, blah blah blah. As long as you can rehearse it, and when it comes up, you're primed and ready. So I'd I'd love it. Yeah, he says. <laughs> What's your take yeah. on those those sort of run ups where um, I guess like a, a, a Pogba run up where it's like run up and then it and then and then they hit it through is that I, cause I've asked David this question is it almost disrespectful to the goalkeeper to, to take the piss like that on a, on a run up well if have you seen uh, Bruno Gimmerish's penalties yeah have you seen his run up it's like a three stage run up it's the longest run up to start with it kind of from, from what I can remember it's like a run stop jog da 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 and then he even do the skip <laughs> at the end of it you got to yeah. when we when you talk about the pressure of the penalty taken these are, i think yeah. again it's it's almost like um it's ritualistic they get themselves yeah. built up to this position they probably started off by running up and smashing it then all of a sudden they realize if they do a little bit and then they add it on add it on add it on yeah. so you <laughs> It goes back to what I was saying about having video uh, tech, yeah, having the advantage of video technology. Gimoresh, you've got to forget about the first nine strides. Nothing happens. <laughs> but, but yeah, you but have to... Is, in his mind, it does. But yeah. yeah, but he's got to get that right yeah, now. The, 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 he's got to get that run-up right and then take yeah, a penalty. Because in yes. his head, he's going to be all yeah. over the place if he gets that little bit of his run-up wrong. Yeah, and, and that's the point, though. It, this kind of knowing what they're going to do and not being surprised when they do it. The one thing I will say about Jorginho he sometimes doesn't do the skip. So if you're waiting for the skip and he just steps through and kicks it, he'll catch you out. So even though you can see and understand it, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, I think 80% chance that they should score. So really the goalie shouldn't save many penalties. Someone like Dave who, or, or Jordan who can save a couple in a shootout is top draw, really absolutely top draw. So yeah. Um, the skippy bit it's all show you've got to save it though That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but when if you do save it there must be that part of you that goes oh fuck off mate come on and then if you do save it yeah well now who looks like a proper idiot with all, you know, with yeah. all the showboating going up to it yeah. yeah so you're extra proud that you've done it yeah, well, the, yeah uh, no. do you know the worst ones Adam is uh, is the, the guy who doesn't normally take penalties and I'm, I'm thinking back to the Premier League now. We played Blackburn and we'd already lost the game. Um, who was the big centre-half they had? Um, oh, I can't remember his name now. He, the, the, a big centre-half. He's a legend in Blackburn. Anyway, he, ta- he steps up to take the penalty with 3-1 yeah, down. Right. End of the game. And I'm thinking, are you taking the piss here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I saved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the good thing is... <laughs> And I celebrated to the Blackburn fans like it meant something because yes. it was three-one down and the final whistle was going. But that was that would have been embarrassing if he had scored. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Or John, or John Bishop 
at Anfield in a charity match. (laughs) 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 From the the penalty taker's point of view, and maybe you both can, can clarify, I always think it's better to go low, like make you guys go low. I hate penalties sometimes that are, that are straight down the middle or that are a, that are at your height because I think it's not making you work as much. But maybe that's just the naive viewer <laughs> in me. It's funny, Lindsay. If uh, the 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 goal that Martinez conceded, the first goal against Saudi Arabia, um, and I'm, I'm using that as an example because it should be fresh in the mind now. If the defender doesn't dive. I mean, there's another a couple of things that kind of complicate the shot simply because the defender drives across and it goes under his leg. But if you think about where the shot was taken, think about Martinez diving. Martinez never covered the shot because it went across him with the left foot. So in, in a penalty situation, if a right footer goes into the bottom left or to the left-hand side with a bit of curl, the keeper commits to the first part of the shot and then the curl takes it away from him and they don't yeah. make a full save. It's very it's very difficult to dive fully when someone's going that way because there's always the fear that it's going to go straight, if that makes sense. it doesn't. There's loads in the head that doesn't make it right. If you go right-footed to the goalkeeper's left, then it's all-out dive. So if yeah. it's floor or... I mean, the thing about the floor is if you're going all-out on the floor, you give yourself a chance... Sounds mad. Less pace with a bit of with a bit of dip from twelve yards. You're not saving top corner penalties. That's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, and if you can, well, drift it was like it Martinez's off. second goal, Jamo. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, 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 second, yeah, The second yeah. goal where he, he bends it in and he goes with his top hand and he he doesn't get enough on it, does he? No. Yeah, and no. it's still. Went I, I, in, yeah. I'm not sure if Martinez fully saw the shot because there was bodies in front of him. But they, mm. it's my yeah. favourite because you know, Dave, when you used to do the shooting sessions, my favourite goal was always a right foot dragging to the bottom left because the goalie so often <laughs> full stretch never got anywhere yeah. near it, and you just wonder why the, the mechanics yeah. of the shot and the mechanics of your body just don't allow you to push off properly. So uh, the best penalty I think is always. Whipped across the goalkeeper, um, bottom or top. I mean, top looks more spectacular, but yeah, it's a difficult one to say. Mm-hmm. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What else have you been up to? Are you still doing your foundation work? Do you know what? The the last... I've been doing so much travelling lately. I'm trying to get involved with some people with regards to um, some environmental stuff. I mean, my, my foundation's kind of taken care of itself now. Um, something to do with... Uh, what, I have to bring this up. Um... To help the environment, there goes me light, that's energy run out. Um, to help the environment, <laughs> I'm looking to see if I can get involved with um, seagrass. There's this thing about the water hyacinth, which I keep talking to people. If you go to the a lot of the tropical areas, this water hyacinth basically takes over all the, the riverways. It's uh, it's a pest, um, breaks down the uh, the eco-diversity, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, the, the, the seagrass apparently is the best thing. You plant it offshore... It forms a barrier. It stops a lot of the um, erosion. Uh, starts up with um, 
again helping the the sort of biodiversity off the uh, off the shores. Um, painting. I'm actually just starting a painting <laughs> of Bruce Grobler. Oh, oh, brilliant! Are you really? Because I wanted to ask yeah. you about Bruce because I saw you because you obviously you were at Liverpool with Bruce. I learned a lot off Bruce Grobler just by watching him. The way that he came for crosses, and I know that like a lot of people, you say he was the clown and everything, but he was taking crosses almost like on the edge of his penalty area. You know, and I used to just I, love watching. And you've seen him train. You must have been like, wow. You've teed me up, Dave. I The first time I saw Bruce, I was a Luton, uh, Luton Town fan. Liverpool came down to Kenilworth Road. And I'm just stood there in the crowd. The corner comes in, penalty spot. Bruce runs out, jumps and catches it. And I was like, wow, what have I just seen? And I was athletic. So I, I <laughs> first thing I did, I... <laughs> go back to playing football and I'm running out, you know, as far as I could trying to catch crosses, dropping a lot. But he, he basically <laughs> introduced this idea that if you're athletic enough, then you can go around and do things, you know? And uh, so he was, an, he, funnily enough, he was an idol of mine to the point. The same. <laughs> I was an apprentice at, I was an apprentice at Watford and Liverpool came down. When you're YTS, you're doing all the, the change rooms and stuff. Um, Bruce has gone, somehow Bruce has gone, I haven't got a baseball cap and it was sunny. And I'm like, I'll go and get it. So I've, I've run up to the club shop, plucks out three Watford hats for him, brought them back down. <laughs> He's like, no, I can't wear that. He's, he crushed me. It was... It was uh, yeah, he, he wasn't the man I thought he was. But, um, but then I joined Liverpool. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 so much of it. You know, his throw as well. He used, yeah. to, he used to throw like, like a baseball. The... Yeah. Yeah. So I used to copy him doing that. And it's one of these weird things. It's kind of like, you know, I can I can do all these things that that guy does. And then all of a sudden you join the team and he's there in front of you. And all of a sudden it's a competition. You know, with the 30 years, isn't it? The, uh, the Premier League. That first game against Nottingham Forest, he went off to play for Zimbabwe. So had he not right. played for Zimbabwe, he he would have played that first game. So I got my Liverpool debut virtue of the fact that he went and played for Zimbabwe. So um, yeah, I mean I, I see Bruce every now and again. I mean wonderful, wonderful guy. Um, if you ever have a beer with him, he's he's mad as a as a March hare. I'm telling you, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> but in a, but in a very good way. Yeah, and his athleticism. I mean everything about him, Dave was was just I, I think unique in goalkeeping at that time. And if you look at goalkeepers now, you don't see anyone with that kind of dexterity. He was, you know, truly an enigma yeah. in the in the goalkeeping world, I think that's fair to say. Well, that sets me up for a question as well. Bruce played for some fantastic clubs. Um, what do you think of uh, someone like Gavin Bazunu? Um yeah. Well I mean they they did win did they did they ever win anything? Hey <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a Southampton fan, yeah? Yeah, he is. Adam, yeah, yeah, duck out of the way. Duck yeah. out of the way. Uh, um, I'm sure. I'm sure Southampton won something once. Oh, yeah, yeah, it might have been the Hampshire Cup. Um, yeah. I, 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 Love it. I think. I think. I th do you know what I, what I like about this? Is um, is a guy who has got tremendous talent, and he's gone in. I mean, obviously, playing in the first team in the, in the Premier League, you, you, you're mm. not going to say no to it. But he's kind of gone into the Premier League. 
uh, as an island number three, if I'm not mistaken, because obviously Kelleher's number one. I think Randolph's in there with a shout as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Tavers is another one who's who's kind of on the cusp. Um, and suddenly he's, he's now Ireland's number one because he's been producing some decent form. Um, but he's still young. Was he 19 years old? And I think the, the, the there's bits about him. And again, he looks raw in so much of what he does, which yeah, he linked him with the Bruce thing. There's, there's this bit where yeah. rawness is actually, I, I think, more of a positive. You, you get a lot of goalkeepers now, as I say, who are so rounded and almost like action man type. They do all the same things. They look the same way. That, that's the way they are, fine. But when you've got someone with that raw talent, you just hope that the coaches around him don't make yeah. him an action man and allow him to mm. be a bit like Bruce, something that most people won't be able to fully understand, but are, he is still majorly effective. And I think, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a guy who could end up joining a real team. Gemma, do you, do you think <laughs> I love it <laughs> do, you, do you think that you know that roundedness as you talked about as a, goal, as a goalkeeper do you think that comes from the guys now being taught from the ages of like 8 and 10 you know, uh, yeah you, uh, J- Dave, Dave that, uh, that's a great great question I um, there's two parts to it I mean again with, you know, I could talk about data when it comes to penalties saving or scoring whatever you know, someone will say there is a certain position which is most beneficial for you to make that save, that save, that save, that save. Um, I think so much of it is that the the physical capabilities of the goalkeeper are almost secondary to them being in the right position. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And as you say, if you've got seven or eight year olds going through the same process day in day out, well, they'll end up looking the, the, in a similar way. Um, exactly. If, yeah. if I if I speak to I, I do this a lot, Dave. I, I, I bump into people, you know, as you know, at football matches or wherever. Young kid, 13, 12, 11 years old, whatever, says, "Yeah, I'm a goalkeeper." I say, "Do you do gymnast? Do you do gymnastics?" No, I don't. Do they do gymnastics at school? Yeah. Well, go to gymnastics club because yeah. once you do gymnastics, I did it as a kid. You end up developing a different type of physical dexterity. Also, strengthening and all that stuff. Now, if you've got that flexibility and capability, then all of a sudden you'll be making saves which the standard goalie won't be making. You'll be able to cover ground to, all, to the limits of your physical capability, of course. But you end up with a... I think Mendy is a great example. When you look at Mendy, Mendy doesn't look like he's been through any kind of formal training since the age of six years old. Um, the other one <laughs> who I loved... and uh, Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here. Jurelio Gomez. Now, I interviewed him a few years ago. He never played in goal until he was 17 years old. No yeah. way. Yeah. He's 17 years old. So his background was volleyball. Right. And if you look at go. Gomez's, when he was playing, you can see the volleyball player in him. But he yeah. had this amazing dexterity. And it was kind of like, the only reason he went in goal is because the goalie never turned up for a training session or a match. Um, <laughs> yeah. The following year. Yeah, but... Yeah, the crazy thing is, he said the following year he joined Cruzeiro and they won the the National League in Brazil. So it, I, mean, I look at I always look at Gomez wow. as my yeah. argument that you're yeah. arguably never too old. Well, that's yeah. what I was saying. You know, you, you can tell that, that that natural ability that you have as a goalkeeper. I always try and you know because I go in at Arsenal now and they're, they're like under twenty threes, under eighteen, so they've had a lot of coaching, and I always try and look for mm. for the natural ability that they've got. Exactly mm. what you said, Jamie. A lot of them are going to look the same because they've had that yeah. coaching from such a young age. And I, and I said it the other night when we were at a, we were at a, a show. I knew Jamie could make saves that I knew I wouldn't be able to make because he got that 
extra reach mm. and that athleticism. And that's where it comes from, isn't it? It's from you doing all the gymnastics. Somewhere down the line, you made more saves than I did. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jens Lehmann introduced yoga to Arsenal, didn't he? So that's along the lines of gymnastics. True. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, 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 Lindsay, I mean, this is the thing. It's kind of the... I, I, I use... Sorry, I'm in line with that. I... Um, I talk about when I was a kid. So when I would, I was a high jumper at school and I could do like, I don't know, 195, 196, whatever. I used to compete against a lad who was probably about five foot nine, um, wasn't, wasn't tall at all. And he was jumping 195 as well. And I always thought to myself, well, if he can do it, then when people talk about the size of goalies today, why can't a goalkeeper in the Premier League jump as high as I can? Do you know what I mean? And the, the, all of a sudden, that again, that physical dexterity, I think that gets trained out of you because by the time I was 22, there was no way that I was going to be jumping 195 because the training had changed the way that I performed as an athlete. Um, it didn't stop me from sort of being able to dive around a lot, but you kind of wonder what bits of the, the goalkeeping training do you need to make you a better goalkeeper rather than just going through a routine of like, here, here's 100 volleys and can you dive in a top corner 50 times? Um, and physically end up wrecking yourself rather than actually improving yourself. When I was at school, I played basketball, I played cricket, I did a, quite a bit of athletics and, and even high jump, like what you said, I did long jump as well. And all those extra activities, I'm sure, in some way, helped me to become the goalkeeper that I did. Yeah, David, I mean, the, the position is is so unique in so many different ways, but the ultimately, and people say, oh, you know, to be a good goalie, you just need to stop the ball from going in the back of the net, which is true. But you need to be able to stop different shots from going in the back of the net, not just the one that is straight down your throat. Yeah. And I, I just see a lot of, I just see, well, I see a lot of the same thing. And all these sports, I think, and I'm talking about gymnastics just because flexibility and dexterity is the same, but I think all these sports add to your capability of being able to run around a goal and, and make these saves. Um, I don't, you know, I'm. I've just uh, I'm waiting to go on the UEFA goalkeeping coaching course because apparently they've changed the uh, the way they do things and also the FA. I think I want I would need to have a look at them because in the past I've been so anti goalkeeping coaching because it's all the same yeah. thing. Um, you know, here's an hour of you throwing yourself around and doing all that stuff, and it's kind of like why are you doing it? You're just wasting time here. There's other things that you could be improving on rather than having a goalie half volley a ball at you for half an hour. It's just uh, mind-numbing because I know when I was doing it, it was mind-numbing and it doesn't change. Do you not think that they should take them down the arcade to do those? They bet they have those at the training grounds. <laughs> what was that? What? <laughs> that, that well-known machine app. Yeah, <laughs> it's like your oh, Tony Adams oh, the, moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are you on about are you on about the flashing lights thing? Yes. The reaction yeah, board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reaction yeah. boards. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, Lindsay, that, the, here's here's a great story for you. And I, I'm not sure if Dave knew this. Arsenal, I think, were the, probably the first club to have one. Um, we were training at um, at Coney Heath with England. And this thing was yeah. in the corner. He'd go on there and it was like, da, da, da. And then mm-hmm. I think Gary Looney t- uh, came around and he said, oh, yeah, so-and-so, so-and-so. He can do like 150 because he'd done it every day and he just knew the knew the sequence, basically. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, 
<laughs> I'm not sure that's too helpful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Any good memory? Um, yeah. good, good for a maths test, but not so much. Yeah, I mean, goalkeeper. <laughs> there's loads for it. I, I, I think I, I think there will be and you, you what I find is and again I love this if you look at certain clubs with certain coaches they produce goalkeepers and people always spend millions and millions on the goalkeeper and you think why don't you spend a little bit less on the goalie coach and bring him in then you'll improve the goalies you've already got without having to spend 30 million on a new goalkeeper every three years. Um, some goalie coaches are just, they think differently, um, you know, and they produce goalkeepers. I mean, uh, Benfica, I think, is probably a good good example. Um, Atletico Madrid's another one. When you think about the goalkeepers who come through there, Courtois, De Gea, Oblak, somewhere, for some reason, some places just seem to create better But you also think that there's a worry at that point because you can buy a, a goalkeeper, say, from one of those teams and bring him in, but then train that out of them with your current goalkeeper coach so you're not really quite bringing... Oh, they, they, yeah, but Adam, this is exactly what happens. Yeah, it does. Exactly. You see a talent, you put him in a bad environment and you end up losing him. I mean, you know, I, I, yeah. I can think of one top team that I used to play for that had a history of bringing in great goalkeepers and having to replace them after a few years because the goalie wasn't producing what they were expecting. And then you just need to look at what they were being introduced to to work out whether yeah. it was going to be beneficial. But isn't yeah. it, isn't it, it crazy how they can't seem to do that? You can't seem to to follow the, the line back and go, well, where's the root of the problem? Oh, it's it's the coach or it's the way we're doing stuff. And that mm. seems to take longer to change. And it's the cheaper option i'm guessing yeah, at the end of the that, day that, to... that happens more more than what you realize and that's I've, i need to be careful isn't it <laughs> yeah. I, it's just not logical uh, yeah but adam in, in, in similar to everything we were talking about i think here it's not just one thing you don't go oh it's his fault let's change it the person that you might be aiming the blame at could actually have more benefits to him than just the goalie and depending sure. on the team you've got, we're not talking about teams here who have gone down because of bad goalkeepers, or I'm not anyway. You're just thinking, well, actually, if you if the goalie wasn't, yeah, if the goalie had improved, then you'd be yeah, winning yeah. more stuff. Yeah. But if you took that coach out, then all of a sudden you probably lose something somewhere else, which would end sure. up. Sure, it's um, all interconnected. It's never it's black and white. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. No. no, of course, I get you. Brilliant. That was a euphemism, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I could listen to you all day, mate. But um, I could chat all day. You said fifteen part. minutes. We're hitting on an hour now. So. <laughs> no, no, we're nearly an hour. Oh, no. oh my gosh! <laughs> That's brilliant, Jamo. It's been wow. brilliant having you on, mate. Um, yeah, thank you. Thanks for so me. much, and uh, brilliant. I really enjoyed it. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Bye. Thanks, Susie. Thanks, Adam. Dave, yeah. take care. Bye. Cheers, Jamo. You can watch more of our interviews over on our YouTube channel. Just search for Seaman Says. We'll be back here tomorrow to preview England's match against the USA, so we'll see you all then. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.